Paratooth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. And we've got an, another amazing episode for you. Um, I think we'll do housekeeping at the end. What do you think? Sounds good. I think that's a good plan. Right. Um, so we've been doing all these amazing episodes, um, and it is now time for one of Eric and I's favorite time of year, and that is spooky season, the month of October. And so we are going to kick off this month with a, uh, what do we call it? Down the rabbit hole episode. So, um, I don't know if you got to listen to the episode that I did with Cat Ward about the new Bigfoot evidence. Did you get to listen to that at all? Unfortunately, I did not. It's been like a crazy week off my meds, been all kinds of messed up this past two weeks. It's crazy. Blame it on the meds. Hey, you know what? I probably wouldn't have originally, except that I got them yesterday. That's the day before recording <laughs> this. And my God, I didn't real like, I didn't think the meds did anything for me whatsoever. And they don't in terms of OCD stuff, but in terms of like, depression, my ability to sleep, you know, things like that. Holy crap. I'm amazed. Like I feel so good right now. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, once, once the medication levels out, yeah, you really don't see the difference until you're off of it again. (laughs) Right. Well, the reason I brought it up was one of the things we talked about was the, um, evidence that you had shared on Facebook mm, of that mm-hmm. three second video of right. The darn time, the, the lapse, the, the, what yeah. do you call it? The, uh, loop, the looped video, right? Why is it always a looped video? Why can't you just <laughs> play the whole dang thing out? Let's just show well, three seconds. That's kind of what we talked about. And so I wanted to kind of get your opinion on it because the one thing that cat was talking about was, it is a very elaborate costume. Um, mm. She was talking about how she, you could see the bottom of the foot of whatever this is, whether it's a man in costume or it is a big foot, but um, you can kind of see musculature moving. I, I didn't see that close up of it to, because to me it looks just like a blur. For the most right. part, um, so what 
we had kind of discussed it on Facebook and have kind of talked about it a little bit back and forth, but um, what what are your thoughts on it? Because a three-second video, which something I talked to Kat about is the length. If you're getting evidence, and this is pretty much any Bigfoot video, you only get a small snippet. So are these people running away? What? Why are we only getting small cliffs? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, in my opinion, I think these small uh, versions are really designed for one purpose, and that's to hide evidence of it being a manipulated creature or video. Uh, you know, obviously, I think anyone who's going to take a moment to film something is going to film as long as they possibly can before running. And what we see in this particular video is be because it only runs and for three seconds on a constant loop, uh, we don't see somebody, you know, the, the the videographer turning and running. We don't see any type of uh, um, any type of interaction between this person and the so-called Bigfoot in the video. Uh, there's no noise, so we don't know if anybody's talking or what's happening. We can't hear anything. Uh, this particular loop is just music playing in the background, uh, you know, and I think that when we see things like this, it's very much just to give us a glimpse at something without giving the whole picture, because the whole picture would very well possibly uh, completely disprove any faked evidence uh, that is trying to provide. So that's really disappointing. Personally, I mean, I sent you a video of what I thought was UFO a couple of weeks ago. Turned out right. just to be SpaceX flying over North Carolina. Didn't know they were taking off. So it was a weird thing to see. But my video was still a minute and something long. And you can hear me talking like an idiot, babbling on about, <laughs> oh, my God, what is this? <laughs> so, you know, I didn't post that video for obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know you're gonna you're gonna i think if you're going to take the time to film something that is incredibly uh rare to see and you're just bewildered by it you're going to sit there and you're going to keep you know recording whatever it is until the very last possible moment that you can right well and even if you have to run most people in their non-logical mind of being scared would not think, oh, I should hit the stop button. You'd be recording right. several minutes of you running in the forest well, or wherever you're at. Right. And of course, we don't know if or when this video stopped. It looks like they took what might have been at least a minute or longer for all we know, and they just edited it. They cut it down to three seconds and then uploaded it. It's like, why? Anyone who's truly... Like, like if I see a Bigfoot, I'm probably going to just put the whole video out there beginning to end, no matter how it happens. You know, if I'm running away, you're going to see a bunch of blur of trees and ground and whatever. Right. Um, and I'm going to upload all that so everyone can see exactly what's happening in the moment, because that's how you uh, strengthen the case that this creature was real. Um, so for those of you, by the way, who are trying to come up with fake videos. You need to up your game a little and make it seem more realistic. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, dude, and I don't know, like, cat. Maybe it's because you wear glasses. I didn't see musculature <laughs> in, in this particular uh, creature either. I wasn't wearing my glasses. Maybe I should go back and wear them. Uh, 
but you wear glasses too and you didn't see any musculature it's very fuzzy it's a grainy video uh mm. as always why is it always grainy we live in a tech age like modern tech is insane right my phone right. shoots uh dolby vision in 4k the image is incredible why are we getting this grainy ass videos in 2021 unless right. of course it's either a manipulated purposely meant to show you very little b someone who's older who doesn't understand technology and a lot of people who like prefer not to have all these you know bells and whistles on their phones they just want the basic thing uh or three maybe i mean or c whatever what was that doing a b or one two i don't know but um <laughs> you know it, it could be that based on where they are in the environment, they're not getting enough reception and that can possibly screw up audio feed. I highly doubt it. Um, but yeah, you know, and it's not like there's some sort of glitch in the video. This is just bad video quality. So, right. you know, I, I think there's people out there who might say, well, wait, Bigfoot is possibly an extraterrestrial entity. Uh, and therefore, maybe he's manipulating or she the video quality so that it can't be seen. But even then, there would be waves going through it. You'd see glitches, you know, things like that. Uh, this is just fuzzy video. Yeah. And so that that was the biggest thing for me was. Even even if they had taken more we don't get to see more and that right. that's just ridiculous um regardless of of whatever the reason um you, you should really if you want people to believe you you should really have something more more viable right um so i i kind of wanted to hear your take on it because i don't know cat was was pretty odd by it just because it's evidence. Um, she did I keep mean, saying it. She's no expert or anything, <laughs> but I mean, we do this. We're at the same way when it comes to things like that. Right. Um, because there is and, no such thing I, as experts in the paranormal right. And, and I, right. How do you become an expert or something that has never been caught has no evidence of itself whatsoever other than some fuzzy video. And I agree with Kat. I think it's still, despite the the um, degraded video, it's still a very good video, but it doesn't allow uh, very much, I guess, speculation. You know, it doesn't allow us to see uh, enough to say, yes, that's possibly a Bigfoot. Uh, and coming from a scientific mind uh, and debunking these type of things, I think our best option is just to, just to say we don't know you know yeah. without enough evidence you simply cannot prove or disprove the existence of a creature and right now the evidence is just photos that are really far away or in this case a very relatively blurry video that is only three seconds long right and it's the same thing because we talked about i think we talked about this a few weeks ago but there was another uh, video of a Bigfoot crossing a river that you and, and we did seen. talk about that one too. And we yeah. talked about that one, and it's the same thing: blurry video from a distance, 
could very well be a hunter wearing a you know water get water get up uh and a cold you know heavy jacket uh but also it could be a bigfoot but the evidence just isn't there to say one or the other right and in i i think both of these videos whoever was reviewing them or even um it, it could have been the person that uploaded them in in some of them they slowed the footage down mm-hmm. to show the gate of whatever it was um any sounds um so it even though you slow it down to show the gate again a a person could have a very similar gait to what we're saying Bigfoot is. Right. Well, and, and that's just it. It's like people are like, oh, well, if you just judge the height of this tree by this person, the tree is such and such feet tall. We don't know that. We're just, we're, you're asking us to trust you, uh, but that tree may not actually be seven feet tall, you know, or that branch might not be seven feet off the ground. It may not be eight feet off the ground. Right. It's, you know, video is very deceiving. It is. There's a reason they say that on video, you know, actors put on 10 pounds on video, you know, because it's deceiving. Uh, so we just never really know. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't share this with you. Um, it was a YouTube video that I had seen recently, but um, somebody had sent this guy footage of somebody camping, they hear some type of noise and off in the distance they see something standing there and they zoom in, of course it's all shaky and you really can't get a good look at whatever it is, the zooming is horrible uh, as far as quality and then you kind of see whatever it is or whoever it is themselves into the tr- into a tree hmm. and again because the the guy that was reviewing this video for the person that sent it to him was like oh you know whatever this is pulled themselves up very quickly into this tree well some a human who is very well built in the upper body could pull themselves up fairly quickly into a tree Right. I mean, I can pull myself up pretty quickly. Just, you know, 20 years of working out and a lot of pull-ups. It's not that hard if you (laughs) do it regularly, right? Maybe for the normal person or the, I would say for the average person, it might be kind of difficult. But, you know, for, for people like myself who are constantly in the gym and who have climbed trees, even recently, it could very well be somebody who's just, good at climbing trees and pulling themselves up but again these videos and these photos and all this is just such low quality anywhere even ufos too man same thing now ufos a little is a little different because even with today's modern tech uh the quality of video uh at night isn't always the best um you know it's just the you know phones aren't there yet but still we don't have anything significant we have right. lights dancing around. I would have to say that some of the most horrifying videos that I have seen 
regarding Bigfoot has always been audio videos. And these are just the howls and the barks and the yells of uh, a Bigfoot or a family of Bigfoot. Um, would they be big feet? I think it would be Bigfoots. Hmm. Okay. I think this um, is something that's been debated well before we probably <laughs> this episode. <laughs> um but you know, it, like something like that is is unsettling. But even still we don't know mm-hmm. whether or not it's really a big foot or just some friends out there doing it to to create a cool video. Right. So you had caught this footage while you were on vacation mm. um yes you finally figured out what it was but what were some of your first thoughts when you're recording and when you first saw it dude so all right so <laughs> <laughs> i was just coming back for all right first thing i was coming back from the bar so maybe an initial thought was i was just drank a little too much <laughs> seeing things but I was actually sitting on the beach. I was doing some uh, uh, astrophotography. So I was taking photos of the stars and the moon, trying to get a nice uh, picture there. Uh, really low light, you know, type of work. And I noticed it on my phone first because on my phone, there was this weird glare. It, 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 I thought it was uh, like a lens flare, which is mm-hmm. normal on my phone anyway. Uh, but it was in the right corner. And the first picture that I took, it was kind of just a little spot that was there. And then the second one was much longer. And my initial thought was, oh, it's just a flashlight because there's, it's dark. There's people on the beach uh, in North Carolina. They go up and down with their flashlights looking for blue crab uh, just for the fun of it. So like, okay, someone flashed their light towards me and then the picture caught it. No big deal. But then as I'm aiming up and I, I kind of noticed something out the corner of my eye and at the corner of my, my, uh, screen my phone screen and i look up and there's this massive you know tray almost look like a comet uh it, it was very much bright at the front of it and then it just kind of like this light spread out into a wide tail uh but it was going up as opposed to coming down and it was moving relatively slow for when after i found out you know what it was it had to be moving at incredible speed uh but it seemed mm. to be moving slow and what was even weirder is when i was looking around there was nobody else looking up no one else seemed to notice it so i quickly you know took one picture two pictures then hit record started you know recording it i followed it from uh the south side of the beach to the north side of the beach until it pretty much just I saw the back of it and it kind of just faded away. There's no more uh, glow or anything like that. No more tail. It turned into a little red orb and then vanished. And it was a weird, like I was so freaking excited, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you how excited I was, bro. I ran into the house like, Oh Mark, I just saw a UFO. I swear I saw a UFO. And of course they all saw it too. So I'm like, oh, damn it. I was hoping I was the only one, but you know, we 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 went in i went in there and i showed it and they didn't know what it was my brother-in-law of course he thinks mind you he he believes in ghosts 100 he believes his house is haunted it is by the way uh you know that kind of stuff he sees dead people um so he is sensitive 
But I bring up aliens and it's a helicopter or with its <laughs> beam on or it's an airplane just with its headlights on. I'm like, bro, I know you've seen airplanes with their headlights on at night. The beam right. travels forward, not behind. Not it. behind, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and same with a helicopter. Why is that beam not coming down on us? It's traveling somewhere else. It's not even touching the ground. Uh, but yeah, you know, I was super. I sent you the video. I mean, you didn't know what it was right away either. Um, right. Nobody did. Everyone I showed it to didn't know what it was until uh, my sister sent it to a friend of hers out in L.A. And you know he he's super into aliens so she's like i gotta send it to him she sends it to him and he comes back he says uh you know it's first of all that's super cool really cool video second spacex just launched from florida about 15 minutes ago (laughs) damn it dude (laughs) all my all my excitement and my hope just right down the drain it just folded in on itself still cool you don't think about it like spacex of all things to see flying didn't expect it didn't know they were taking off and yet there it is traveling past the moon um in our atmosphere but still you know it's it was a bit of a letdown to to, to learn that yeah it's not what i what i thought it was still space related at least but you know well like i said to you it was a ufo at the time it was, but it was just like, and I'm actually proud of Aaron to send it and, and get it another opinion to debunk it because, um, that shows that you and I are not the only ones that have the mind to make sure we're debunking things before we say this is evidence. Right. Right. <laughs> and you know, it, it's still, it brings up a lot of thoughts regarding various photos and videos that we've seen over the years of UFOs and how in the moment, how exciting it it can be to capture something you don't see on a regular basis. Uh, The only downside to it, and this isn't everybody, but unfortunately there are plenty of videos out there uh, when some people take these videos and they capture it, they, you know, immediately just UFOs, aliens, and spread it all over the internet without taking the moment to check their sources, you know, fact check what's really out there, what's happening, look up NASA, look up, uh, you know, government, whatever, in in your area, see what's happening. Um, And most people don't do that. So the grand majority of videos and photos of orbs, UFOs that we have out there are probably most likely man-made and just very simple explanations uh, minus the few that tend to be actual UFOs. The problem is we don't really know the difference between the two because they do look similar. And we just, you know, we, 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 we have to take it all with a grain of salt until something 100% obvious comes forth. Right. Well, and I mean, you know, that, tends to beg the question too because as of recently um i I don't know if it's just people are pulling out their phones more they're finally getting out of the house more because of covid and stuff but we've seen this huge influx 
of UFO videos, pictures, um, all the all the evidence you can think of. We've seen a huge influx of that being posted on um, social medias as well as people uh, that own websites capturing it and, and talking about it. So it's really interesting that we're having this happen, but like you said, it's not something that is being said either on the video or afterwards. Hey, I finally found out that this was not a UFO. Right. This was actually a drone that was looking and peeping in people's windows or whatever. Right. The case may be. Um, and I've shared, sh- sharing two stories with you about UFO uh, sightings sort of for me. One of them I still have not explained, which was when I worked at another place. Um, I think it was when I had first moved in with Shelly. I was going to work. Something shot up into the air, straight up, and then zoomed off. Mm-hmm. Couldn't explain it. Um, I, I'm fortunate I didn't do the research to try and figure out what it could have been. But no man-made aircraft that I know of can shoot straight up into the air like straight straight up into the air and then vanish without a trace mm-hmm. not sure what it was not saying it was extraterrestrial in any manner the second one was and I'm pretty sure I've shared this particular one on the show is when my wife and I were in Sicily it's nighttime. We're out on the balcony. Uh, I look off into the distance where this huge spotlight is shining. And I see these things flying. And they're just little dots flying, doing weird maneuvers. And so I call to Shelly and I'm like, honey, get out here. Come look at this. (laughs) And, you know, we're both watching it. And she's like, what the heck is that? I said, I think it's UFOs. Because in in Palermo where we were, there's not a there wasn't there's not a whole lot of street lighting or anything. You can see a lot of the stars. Hmm. Um, so we're watching, we're watching, and eventually something flies overhead, and it's a seagull. And we watch the seagull, we watch the seagull, and all of a sudden it turns into a white dot and it's flying around. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Those are damn seagulls. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy because it's things like that that, you know, you realize how easy it is to to trick yourself into mm-hmm. seeing something that isn't real. Um, and the fact that you realize it was seagulls is great. There are people out there who never would even bother to try to see seagulls, even if they saw seagulls. You know, they would just be like, no, they're not birds. They're whatever. No, I mean, I I truly wanted to say, no, 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 no. Those aren't seagulls. What we saw overhead was a seagull, but those, but I couldn't bring myself to not say no, you know, because even Shelly said, no, those are all those are seagulls out there. Now that we see that, I'm like, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> As much as I wanted to believe otherwise, I know. <laughs> well, acceptance is a hard thing sometimes, but 
you know, it's what helps us move on to find the truth. Right. And otherwise we just all believe in lies. The very cool thing about yours is even I was saying, yeah, it looks like something trying to break the sound barrier or in this particular case, the atmosphere. Um, Mm -hmm. So it, because I've never seen a a spaceship uh, launch and the after effects of that. Um, So even if I would have been there, I would have been like, that is freaking awesome. Even if it's a SpaceX rocket, that is amazing because I've never seen anything like that before. Yeah. I think the first time, the last time that I'd seen something lost off launch was off the coast of Florida. Um, when I went on a cruise years ago, I was probably like 16 years old, uh, maybe younger. Uh, and that night we're probably around 40 miles, 50 miles off the coast. We are able to see, uh, the shuttle launch, which looked nothing in my mind. It looked nothing like what I saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, but we were at a completely different angle and, you know, it's different. Right. So, um, we are about the, at the halfway point. So we're going to go to a quick break. Uh, you've been listening to Paratruth Radio. We will be hearing Eric's random fact of the day, a quick commercial, and we will be right back right after this. Now, Eric's random fact of the day. Did you know that the Eiffel Tower can be taller during the summer than it is during the winter? According to Cosmopolitan.com, the Eiffel Tower can be 15 centimeters taller during the summer due to thermal expansion. This means that the iron heats up. The particles then gain kinetic energy and take up more space. I'm Brooke Haley Martin. And I'm Erin Skrback. And we have a little web series called Audition Audition Life. Inspired by true events, our series focuses on all the things that could potentially go wrong in an audition. And trust me, what can go wrong will. You can watch the series by going on www.auditionlifetheseries.com or by following us on the Instagram handle at auditionlifetheseries. Break Break a a leg! Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And welcome to our journey down the rabbit hole. This is our way of kicking off October, uh, our spooky season, everybody's spooky season. So happy October to everyone. I hope you got your pumpkin spice lattes, your Oktoberfest, your pumpkin beer, uh, pumpkin whiskey. It's a new thing. (laughs) And you're enjoying it peacefully um speaking of pumpkin 
alcohol. You know, the other day, I was a little nervous because my father bought uh, bought me a beer called uh, Pumpkin Spice Latte. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> you don't want the word latte on the can of beer because you know right. that there's a chance it's got like this, you know, milk in it or it's a lactose. Creamy, yeah, right. It's weird and creamy. It was actually surprisingly good. Like it was really good. It wasn't dark. It wasn't. Cr- I love dark beer, by the way. But in this case, it wasn't dark. It wasn't like this milky type of texture. Uh, it was very light, but still heavy bodied. Um, and the weird thing about it, both in terms of the aftertaste and the smell, uh, it reminded me a lot of my dad's chili that he would make during the winter. And I wasn't the only one who thought that. My sister thought that as well. That's the only thing we could come up with. And I don't know if it was the types of spices or a type of spice that they use that is also used in chili or what. But let me tell mm. you, this thing was slamming good. It, it was it, in a weird way. It was cre- it was creamy, like it was creamy, like a cream soda type of creamy. It was odd, uh, but really good. Do you take part in the Oktoberfest and the pumpkin beer and all that stuff? during october um i mean i'll drink beer in october if that's what you want to consider Oktoberfest. Um, <laughs> there's no i don't i don't know there's... if that quite i october i drink i drink miller light in october is that an Oktoberfest? <laughs> um when you say <laughs> take part in Oktoberfest, do you mean like a festival or are I you mean, taking no talking so... specific beers Specific beers. I happen at this very moment, I just finished it, to be drinking. I can't see. I'm sure you can see this, probably. Samuel You've been drinking Adams, that much, you I, can't even see it. <laughs> well, it's because I don't have my... Okay, look, smartass. I uh, have my Zoom closed out, so I only see you. I don't see me. Uh, there we go. Now I see me. See? So, yeah, that's about right. You could have seen that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> One bottle I didn't get to eat after my workout. I needed some carbs if I was going to be on the, sh- uh, you know, up here for a couple of hours. So, anyway. <laughs> Calm down. Jeez. I'm only kidding. Uh, um, no, yeah. I've never really bought any like October style beers. Um, and I'm probably going to get hung for this, but I don't buy into the pumpkin spice phenomenon that goes on during mm-hmm. October. That's not to say I don't like pumpkin pie, but pumpkin spice stuff, I just like, I don't go crazy for anything okay. pumpkin spice. Um, that's not to say I wouldn't try different beers or try try a pumpkin spice beer because I'm one of those people that I don't like to limit myself and say I'm absolutely not going to try this. Sure, sure. But um, with that being said, pumpkin spice latte from just the name standpoint i agree with you it sounds disgusting but if you like it i mean i would at least try it but i would have to just buy a bottle not an entire case yeah well yeah this particular can you probably don't want to buy because if my dad's telling the truth it costs nearly 15 dollars for just one can (laughs) Uh, yeah so it's like a very special thing that he ended up buying 
But <laughs> the fact that you haven't drank Oktoberfest or pumpkin beer is really not a bad thing because we're going to see each other in a few weeks. So I'll just bring some pumpkin pumpkin beer with me and we can just chill at the house and drink <laughs> on the, that whole weekend that we're that we're in Kentucky. You can find the Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the plan anyways, but um something that I came across while I was at the bar, it was an advertisement in the bathroom. Um is spicy advertisement. <laughs> spicy pickle whiskey. Oh. And the they advertise it for their oh god, I think it was called whiskey uh wicked pickle bloody mary or caesar um but um i I mean i don't know i I don't know if it's gonna be more pickly is it just gonna be the spice right i all right now i love spicy pickles Uh, i get these pickles called oh right love it uh it's like a sweet and spicy when i was in tennessee a few weeks ago a couple weeks ago uh, i went to old smoky moonshine no, actually, in this case, I went to the Old Smoky Whiskey Distillery. Apparently, they're starting this whole whiskey thing now. Uh, but they served whiskey or moonshine pickles. Okay. Uh, I think they're moonshine pickles. So it's just basically pickles that were stored in moonshine uh, and allowed to just, you know, to marinate. Ferment in, in the moonshine instead yeah, of vinegar. Yeah, yeah. Initially... And I think the the jar itself is still, I mean, it's probably really gross, but it's still moonshine. It's sitting in moonshine. So you, when you pull the pickle out, you're pulling it out of moonshine. If you love pickles that much, maybe you can drink the moonshine when it's all gone. I, I mean, I know people that drink pickle juice. So Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was really weird because it, it definitely had a little bit of a kick to it because there were spicy pickles. Um but the flavor was just, it was off, you know, because it was like it had a little hint of pickle. Uh, but the moonshine, it just made it kind of bitter and had a weird aftertaste. It just didn't, like, my mind wasn't, oh, a pickle. It was like, not a pickle. <laughs> it could have also been the cucumber they used too, because sometimes pickle or uh, cucumbers can have a bitter taste if you pick them at the wrong time, the type of cucumber all that kind of stuff because um you know we we get cucumbers from our, our garden our our next door neighbor gives us pickles so it could have been that too sure. um that's not to say that it couldn't have been the pickling process either but yeah and uh, I, I think like because i had i'd also had uh moonshine infused peaches uh when i was there and i think it was a peach that one was really good. It might have been a pineapple. I don't remember. <laughs> it, it was a rough night. Okay. That's how messed up you were. <laughs> it's an even rougher day after that. So look, when you go to get for those of you who've never been to Gatlinburg, it's only five dollars for a taste test at the moonshine distilleries. And each taste test, you probably get about two and a half shots on average. There's one in particular where you get 13 tastings. So you're probably around three and a half, maybe four shots total for $5. Um, and the street's just lined with moonshine distilleries. And not only that, but there's wine uh, wineries 
that are there's probably like six wineries there and each one serves probably around three ounces of wine four glasses for absolutely nothing you just walk in they give it to you for free uh so yeah you know when you're walking down gatlinburg and you're paying five dollars for roughly two and a half shots and you're stopping at six different distilleries and then you walk into four wineries and they offer you two to three ounces of wine so with three six seven until you know roughly almost two cups of wine <laughs> uh by the time you're right. done and you do that for yeah we were we shouldn't have driven home that day <laughs> yeah no we we sobered up we had a, i had a really big lunch but it was still a really rough drive because we just felt like crap um yeah. but a good time so don't drink and drive folks that's the main takeaway from this story is don't yeah. drink and drive <laughs> Don't drink and drive, because otherwise, Justin and I may be talking about you on air. That's a good possibility. Um, so uh, something that I, d- I did want to throw out there is the, the nice thing about we're, we're going into the spooky season. Um, it is down the paranormal alley, because we're always in the spooky season during for being in the paranormal. Um, but all of our episodes for... Halloween, um, leading up to Halloween, all that great stuff are now up. Um, I finally have them all in working order from uh, chronological order. So you can go back and listen to all of our episodes. One of the episodes I I still love to this day is what is it about the name Jack? Mm -hmm. And uh, something one of my friends brought up to me I think we were calling him Stingy Jack, right? Right. And so I did a short story on a project that we're doing, and I brought it up, and um, I I brought up the fact that he was very stingy, and she's like, well, wouldn't it be Stingy Jack then? I'm like, son of a... (laughs) Bucket, you're right. We completely <laughs> screwed that name up on what is it about a name Jack? Um, uh. <laughs> so if you guys don't know what Stingy Jack is, look up Stingy Jack. Uh, it's it has to do with jack-o'-lantern. Uh, it's an old Irish legend, and the jack-o'-lantern actually comes from Ireland where they used to carve turnips, not pumpkins, uh, to scare away evil spirits and stuff like that, but the the legend of Singe Jack is a, a very interesting uh, topic. So check you can even just check out that episode. Um, but we talk about Stingy Jack, Springheel Jack, and Jack the Ripper, I believe. Right. Right. Yep. Okay. So definitely check out all those episodes. Like I said, they're all in uh, chronological order now. They're not all weird and. Sp- spread out and everything else so check out all of our episodes but that one in particular because it does kind of apply to halloween um right all all the episodes we've ever done for halloween is there any that have been your favorite um you know i i i really just love the like the good old basics sawen stories that we tell you know 
the 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 introduction to Sawa and how it was developed, uh, where it came from, how it traveled from country to country and really became an American uh, tradition is Halloween. Uh, I don't know what it is about it, but there's so many uh, tales, you know, that's a red that's around the holiday of Sawan Sawen. Everything from good to evil. And it's really cool, you know, especially when we talk about uh, jack-o'-lanterns or why people used to wear masks or dress up, you know, in order to hide from evil spirits. Uh, mm. it, there's, it's just always been one of my favorite uh, conversations to have. Um, and other than that, I would, you know, back to Jack, obviously, uh, you know, Jack, who the, the story of Jack and how Jack the Jack o' Lantern came to be when he had to carve a lantern out of a turnip, uh, always a good story as well. Yeah, and I would really love to try and maybe do uh, carve a pumpkin this year. It's been a long time since Shelly and I have carved pumpkins, and it would be the first time in our new home. So I think I might try and make an effort, but. Uh, we also have very busy schedules for the month of October. Uh, you and I are going to Scarefest this year. And the week before that, uh, myself and the Bizman Writers Guild will be at ValleyCon in Fargo. And Shelly's got a vendor show or two. So it's going to be super slam-packed with time, but I really want to make time to do the pumpkin carving this year because it's something I kind of miss. I, I mean, I kind of miss decorating too, so I really need to mm -hmm. get my collection up for decorations and start decorating for Halloween again. Um, but we did get this really cool blow-up pumpkin last year where a little guy pops out of the top of it and goes back in. Um, I bought this kind of wooden pumpkin this year um, and you can just put like a little tea light in it so I'm I'm really pushing to to get my my Halloween decorations built back up because I think that's been one of my favorite things from the very beginning is decorating. Um, you know, as I got into an adulthood, I loved being outside and dressing up and scaring the crap out of people, uh, trick or treaters. So I, I'm enjoying the time now to to revel in those things and finally get back to doing those things in the in the my favorite season because i even though i do like christmas i think halloween has always been my favorite time of year mhm mm yeah same same here you know gr growing up it's there's something always special about Christmas and, you know, even the new year and Thanksgiving and all that, but Halloween, I don't know if it's just, you know, growing up with horror films or, you know, just always having that kind of, you know, living in a haunted house and all that, that's just kind of helped it provoke or invoke, um, you know, my liking to of Halloween, October, the change from hot weather to cooler weather, you know, all of it is just so nice. So glad to be here. Right. And, Something that I brought up to you, Eric, and now for you, our listeners, it has been six years since the last time Eric and I went to Scarefest, and I do believe it was six years after, before that, that we had went to Scarefest. So let's not make it another six, so it's 666, and 
we summon the devil Ugh. somehow by going to Scarefest. <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's the last seal to break and we cause the apocalypse, I would feel really bad. Right. <laughs> so, um, make sure you're checking that out. Uh, if, if you're going to Scarefest, we will be there. Uh, we won't have a booth or anything. We'll just be walking around, but we'll have our paratroop t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of upset because there are some guests that are canceling and I was kind of hoping to see them. Um, luckily one of them is not Bruce Campbell. Hopefully he does not cancel. I would be even more upset right. if Bruce Campbell cancels. Um, but, uh, Dave Schrader from darkness radio canceled. I was kind of hoping to actually meet him in person. Uh, Jenna Jameson was supposed to be there because apparently she's in horror films now. I was kind of looking forward to meeting her in person. Um, but Bruce Campbell is going to be there, so I'm super stoked for that. And there are a there's a huge list of horror. There's quite a few paranormal people going to be there. I don't know if you saw, but uh, Steve and Dave are going to be there from Ghost Hunters now, too. Yep, I, I did see that. That'd be cool because the last time we actually saw them was I forget which one it was, but there was a paranormal convention we went to in North Carolina. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it either, and it's I don't think it's one that's actually grown very large. I think it was kind of a small time type deal. Yeah. So I was actually super excited to see that. I I doubt they will remember us, of course, but it'll be cool to actually meet them in person again. Um, and I, I, the, I can never remember the, the gal's name from Ghost Hunters, Redhead Gal. Redhead. Which one? I, I, I'd have I mean, to look about, it up. You talking about Chris Williams or Chris, someone else? Yes. Yes. Okay. Chris. Um, we've never got to meet her in person. At least I haven't. I don't know if you have. No. Um, so it'll be cool to, to meet her. Uh, and see the different um, workshops and, and panels and all that stuff. And I, I love going to Scarefest. Eric has loved going to Scarefest, so definitely check them out. I, I don't think I can talk enough about Scarefest because I think they are one of the best conventions out there when it comes to horror. I don't know about right. paranormal. I've never been to two, any other real paranormal conventions. I have been to maybe one or two horror conventions, but um, definitely check it out. Definitely try and find us if if you're there. Uh, I I do know that they are really uh, pushing, you know, six foot distancing if you can help it. Um, they are leaving it up to vendors and and celebrities whether they want to get that close or not. Uh, there are going to be Photo ops, um, which I don't, I don't remember, Eric. Did they have paid photo ops when we first started, like they do now? The, back in two thousand and nine, right? Uh, I, I think so. I think they did. Like where you have to buy a ticket or whatever to to have the photo op. With well, them. I don't know if you you didn't have to buy a ticket. You would walk up, and you would just give them whatever cash because back in 2009 that was the thing still using cash um we didn't have the apple you know whatever that is that you slide any of the pay, and stuff. Yeah, that yeah, didn't exist yet stuff. 
<laughs> so, you know, that's what, yeah, that's what you would do. I think it was something like between, I think the majority was like around 25 bucks uh, to $50. Uh, and this might be a, a COVID up. thing now too, where they have changed it, where you have to pay for a ticket for a photo op just Very because possible. you're coming in close contact. Sure, sure. Um. So definitely check that out, folks. Uh, Eric and I are actually going to be going on a cryptid investigation out in mm-hmm. Kentucky uh, looking for the goat man. If you haven't listened to that episode, that was by far one of our most listened to episodes. Go check that out. And as soon as we get evidence, um, we'll be doing an episode about it, posting pictures on social media. So stay tuned for all of that as well. Um, and I'm super excited for that because something that Eric has mentioned is we've never been on a cryptid investigation before. Nope. It'll be pretty cool, I think. But with the uh-huh. goat man, though, uh, like for the Bigfoot, you have people doing calls, knocks, all this stuff. Sure. How would we interact with the goat man? Make goat sounds? <laughs> uh, <laughs> go up on the, the... Tre- uh, trestle and risk falling off. I I don't know what to, what we can do, but if yeah, any I'm, of you we'll folks s- have any ideas, put it in the comments or whatever. Uh, reach out to us and let us know what should we do to to uh, I shouldn't say summon the goat man. Uh, try and get evidence of the goat man because I've never heard of anybody doing an investigation with for the goat man or what they did. I don't know if you have. Uh, I have not. There, I mean, I think the main thing is figuring out what the you know what the goat man typically likes, you know, which is kind of scary because you know he's into like cutting people's heads off and stuff. <laughs> so I don't know exactly what the best option is to bring as like a little you know what do you call Lure. it? <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure we'll figure something out. I think the main thing is being relatively alone in the area that he would typically show up, uh, especially over by the bridge uh, that he tends supposedly hides out at. Right. So it'll be interesting just to do an episode on that. And if we get evidence, great. Or at least just talk about our feelings there. Uh, If anything weird came up that we couldn't capture on evidence, so mm-hmm. look out for that. Um, I don't know if we'll have time to do any ghost hunting investigations or not, but if we do, we'll try and do that as well because it's going to be a pretty busy weekend. So um, right. Eric has been diligently working on something, so I'll have you announce that, Eric. Yeah, so... Exciting news. I know for a while we didn't have a website of our own. We did have one for New Lantern Media, but that's since then been gone. But we do have a new website in the works and it's pretty far along. It's going to be much more interactive. You're going to be able to comment and like and subscribe and review. And there's going to be blogs. There's going to be vlogs there's going to be all kinds of videos. And All the information you're going to want for the week. Uh, Each of our episodes are going to be listed. You can check them all out on that website. And each one that is new is going to be right on our homepage, 
you can go there learn more about the show, learn more about us, uh, and just learn more about the paranormal. So it's going to be a really exciting time to be able to launch this. Uh, and I think you guys are really going to like this particular setup. It's really well done. And, uh, you know, yeah. we've, been, we've been, yeah. Well, go ahead. No, go, go ahead and finish what you were going to Oh, thoughts. I was just going to say, you know, I, I think it's going to, it's, we've been really working really, really hard at it. And I think it's going to be really uh, a, a fun um, thing for, for, for our listeners to kind of go check out and participate in. The, the one thing that I really loved ab- about this uh, is you can follow our page now. Uh, you can click on a little link at the bottom right-hand corner, leave us a voicemail, which is, I, I think, awesome, because then we can have it for uh, airing on the show and address that mm-hmm. voicemail as, as we hear it. So I th- I think that that is amazing. I I love the the blog thing, and we have done it on the on our other website that we had. Uh, but I think this way I think we can keep a little more consistent because it's not as muddled uh, as as far as how we would post stuff before. So right, I, I'm excited. Um, you can also sign up for updates and see where you can find the the podcast if you don't use a certain podcast catcher um we're pretty much everywhere something to also pay attention to is we did apply for being on pandora which is something new for us so we will absolutely let you know once that's live too because i think that's going to be awesome um but i had told eric a week ago i believe I can't believe how many different podcatchers we're on. We're on iTunes, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Castro. There's so many out there. Radio.com. Um, and when we first started, we were on Blog Talk Radio. And that, I, I mean, we d- kind of disseminated from there a little bit, but it's so interesting to see that we've gone well past that and the areas that our listeners are at is just phenomenal we're we're apparently very popular in india in the uk australia um so shout out to all of you who listen to us in those areas and uh, we would love to hear from you you can contact us uh just via the website uh once it's more active or you can email us at paratruthradio.com of course, you can comment or uh, on any place that you listen to the show, or if you're on iTunes or Podchaser, you can leave a review. We would love to do that, which, Eric, um, I did see a couple com- uh, reviews from way back, so I wanted to share this really quick. There okay. are three of them that the website pulled from iTunes. All of them got five-star ratings, which is awesome, in my opinion. Uh, so there were two in 2017, one from our good friend Jim Mallard, religion and the paranormal in some places can be oil and water. This show is not for the weak minded. Um, another one from please go away said, love this show. Uh, so glad I found it. Thanks for all your hard work. 
and one in 2018. They gave us five stars, but the title is confused. Uh, this is from GeForce757575. You guys have a good show, but on the show, The Dark Side of the Moon didn't like it. One of you kept saying and reassuring that the moon was made by God. As if, as if you were sure of that, there's also at least a couple of other theories about how the moon came to be. And it kind of cuts off part of his, his review from there. Um, so GeForce 757575, thank you for loving the show. Um, of course, all of our listeners don't ever agree with our, our opinions. And I'm just guessing that that was you, Eric, that brought up the moon was made by God. Um, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) but, um, I, I mean, of course, uh, there are different viewpoints on what the moon is and how it came about circling the earth. Sure, um, sure. I mean, I, I've heard it was that is cheese. I've heard that before. That's kind of gross. Yeah. S- space cheese does not sound appetizing to me. <laughs> not really. <laughs> but I mean, here's the way to look at it too. Even if you explain it by science, that a planetoid got close to the Earth and got pulled into the um, gravitational pull of the Earth. The reason it's kind of all Swiss cheesy now is that it's been pelted by asteroids that should have hit the Earth. Who's to say that from a Christian standpoint of view, that doesn't mean that God created it and God had intended for it to be there. Right. There's the problem. Here's the thing. And the reason at the time that I brought up so much about God being the creator, I mean, I believe God is the creator of the universe. Um, But when you look at evolution, you look at the, the amount of the chance, the limited chance that humanity could be created uh, on earth, that we can exist completely alone without anybody or anything helping us uh, is so finally small, you know, it, it's incredibly impossible. Uh, and to think that not only the fact that humans, you know, were born, I guess, and, and evolved into what we are now, but that earth would be perfectly distant from the sun not too far, not too close. And that we would have a moon that would take the onslaught of the comet or the asteroids and the, the meteorites uh, protecting earth from potential disaster. Uh, it's just all these things. When you add them up, there's coincidence. It's just, it's too much coincidence. And I don't know. I don't necessarily believe, I believe in coincidence, but I think there's a limit on that. Um, so I, I just, for me, it's very difficult to believe that, everything that we see, all that exists, you, me, and the universe, to believe that it's all just, oh, coincidence, you know, not only makes it, you know, difficult to believe, but it's, I think it makes it very unreasonable for us to care. You know, if I'm just a coincidence, if humanity is just a coincidence, then what's the point of good and evil? What's the point of, of making money and trying to be the best you can be you know what's what's the point of any of it right you know it's like if if we're just coincidence 
then who cares? There's no beginning. There is no, you know, there, or there, there was a beginning and there will be an end in that case. And there's no existence beyond death. We just come do our thing and then die. And we're forgotten about for the rest of eternity, you know? So I don't know. That's, that's, I guess that's my, my viewpoint there. And, you know, it's, here's the thing that I I would love for people to do when they do want to, uh, mention something and it sounds like a, a criticism in this sense you know for this episode if you don't like the content if you don't like what i'm saying or you're saying or whoever then share your own theory let us know what and it he, is so we can talk he about may it. have but it was also cut off too okay so, so i'm I not mean, really sure right you know i either way it, it's just but we've had people in the past do that where they just want to comment that oh i don't like it because of this oh okay here we go i i pulled up the rest of it here okay okay um and i don't really know which is that one that really is explains the moon but you kept reassuring that something like that could only be made by god and kept repeating it i thought it was a paranormal podcast where you give us a few different angles and views of things so we can make up our own mind but instead it sounded like i was listening to a religious podcast and you were the preacher. If I wanted to hear about religions, I would be listening to religious podcasts, not a paranormal show. Sorry, but the guy that was doing the preaching completely messed up the whole show, and the moon is one of my favorite subjects. Maybe the paranormal is not the right subject for the priest. Okay, well, Eric's not a priest either, so... <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. It's it's uh, There are plenty of people who just want to give their own criticisms but not offer any of their own insight as to what they believe the moon is in this case uh i vaguely remember the episode i mean this was 2018 so you know uh well the the show has also gone through several different um, oh sure formats because we started out more debating um we kind of moved towards a more religious viewpoint for a while. And I think that was due to influence from listening to other podcasters. Um, And then we kind of moved away from that and got to where we are now, where we both have our views. Um, We both can kind of come to the same understanding as well. There have been times where we've disagreed. Sure. Um, So I, I think that's part of it too we at the beginning and in 2018 you know we were kind of half in the halfway point of paratruth radio but we were really confused about what paratruth radio was mm-hmm. um and i of course we didn't mean to but we probably confused our listeners too sure um that's not to say that he shouldn't of course backed up any type of criticism or something with fact saying, Hey, look, this is what I've read. This is what I've researched. Listening to this. I, I I really think that you missed the mark. Um, and I, of course, bring everybody's opinions and look at them, but at the same time, I, I agree with Eric, at least give us some education as to why we're wrong 
And we, I think we encourage this on every episode, if I'm not wrong, right. is tell us we're wrong and tell us why we're wrong. We do a bunch of research before every episode, and if it's the wrong research, tell us why. Give us a reference, like a uh, URL, and just help us to become more educated. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like against the criticism, never have been. Please, if you want to criticize, criticize the hell out of us. Just add a little more substance by telling us your belief and what you think is happening. Because not only does that make for a better, you know, discussion for us later on down the line, but it helps us to continue to broaden our understanding of the topics that we are, you know, that we're talking about. Um, yeah, anyway, you know, <laughs> that's it's actually not, a, it's, it's really, that's, that's, not, that's, that's really, that's not a bad criticism considering the ones that we've had gotten in the past, you know? Oh no. And, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that this person doesn't have a right to their opinion. Everybody of course has a right to their opinion. Um, but I do agree at least educate us if we're, if we're wrong, please educate us why, because I don't want to be wrong and I don't want to give false information. That was the dark side of the moon episode. Was that one? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, But with that being said, uh, if you listen on iTunes, give us a review. We would love to hear your opinion. Uh, Even if it's a one star review, fine, but tell us why it's a one star review. Why do you think that it, it, the episode was that bad Um, or the podcast is bad? So we can improve. Any other comments? No? Nope. I think we're good. (laughs) Uh, You know, we do have, we have plenty of guests lined up for this month and through November so far. Uh, We also are going to be doing, at least the plan is to do a live or uh, semi-live episode when we are in at Scarefest down in Kentucky. That's going to be probably, I don't know if we're going to air that on Sunday or not. So I don't know if we're going to air it on the 24th or we're going to end up doing like a 23rd or something or 25th. Or it'll depend. Yeah. It'll depend if we are, we're able to do it live. Um, and if we're not able to do it live, live, um, whether that's from our uh, hotel room or if it's at the event, we will at least do interviews on with foots on the ground and then play them so we can talk about here's the interview with so and so and right you know talk about our experiences with them and right stuff like that. um the one the one that I'm kind of super excited about is next week um we're we're going to be talking to Shanna Stoker who is a descendant of Bram Stoker so it'll be kind of cool to pick her brain about kind of what her family thinks of Bram Stoker, uh, what their thoughts are about his most famous story, Dracula, um, and and just kind of revel in the fact that we get to talk to a piece of history even though it's not Bram Stoker himself. But... Um, we got a lot of great stuff coming for you. Um, 
I know we've been announcing it for weeks now. Uh, there is something very new and big coming for Paratruth Radio. Uh, so long as we get the okay, we will give the announcement next week as to what's going on. It has nothing to do with anything changing for the show except for one very specific thing. Um, So stay tuned for that. Um, Stay tuned for Shanna Stoker. And welcome to spooky season, guys. I'm super stoked for this month, and I'm, I'm ready for Halloween to be here. So until next week, where you will find us same time, same channel, my name is Justin. And I'm Eric. Peace. This is History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the facts from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the allied powers go too far? in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon.